the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God provided us ten commandments, and one of those commandments is thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not murder. Now, some might say, well, pastor, it depends on what's in the womb. Does the Bible tell us what's in the womb? And the answer is, yes, it does. And that is what we will explore here today on a special edition Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Welcome to our program today. We're going to take a brief time out of our journey through Genesis and spend some time focusing on one specific proposition that we'll be voting on tomorrow. Proposition 1. What is behind it all? And what does God actually say? You know, there are those who would even conscript Jesus and misuse his words to say that He is saying one thing. When we take a look at the context and let Scripture speak for itself, we come away with a different understanding altogether. Here's Pastor Leighton Sheely with our special edition of Study Verse by Verse. I have been thinking and praying, and I need to address a matter as a pastor, and that is the matter of this Proposition 1 that is being... Uh, promoted as a way of uh, approving abortion as a constitutional right in California. And so I think that uh, it's important for Christians to understand what uh, our position is and uh, what our responsibilities are, and uh, those are provided for us from God's Word. And so what, what, are the, what are these if God's Word applies here? Well, the first point is that we know that God is pro-life, that God is pro-life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting, eternal, abundant life. We know that Jesus is God incarnate. The word incarnate means in the flesh, God. Jesus is God in the flesh. And Jesus said, I came that they might have life. And have it more abundantly. So Jesus is pro-life. Jesus Christ is pro-life. And if we call ourselves Christians, that is a claim that we follow Christ. We follow his example. And if Christ is pro-life, we should be pro-life also. And so that there is no confusion at all in this matter. And that it's not just limited to believers. God provided us ten commandments, and one of those commandments is, Thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not murder. Now, some might say, well, Pastor, it depends on what's in the womb. Does the Bible tell us what's in the womb? And the answer is, yes, it does. And we're coming up on Christmas, and we're going to have some familiar passages recited, and sometimes... When verses are familiar, we let our minds wander and miss the point of the verse. But listen carefully. 
to what the angel said in Luke chapter 1. He was speaking to Mary, the mother of Jesus. He said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born, the baby yet to be born, will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. If you read down a few verses, verse 39, In those days Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to the town of Judah, and she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. What was in her womb? A baby. The Bible says it was a baby. A few weeks ago, we studied Genesis chapter 25. And we read therein, Isaac pleaded with the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was unable to have children. The Lord answered Isaac's prayer and Rebekah became pregnant with twins. But the two children struggled with each other in her womb. What was in her womb? Children. Well, then the next question is, is at what point did they become children or human? At what point does life begin? At what point does what's in the womb have a right to life? Again, the Bible provides the answer. Going to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 1, it reads, This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her fiancé, was a good man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Child was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look. The virgin will conceive a child. Will conceive what? When does life begin? At conception. The Bible is clear in these matters. And our nation was founded upon Christian principles. And America was established as a pro-life nation. The Declaration of Independence is the founding document that establishes our nation's values. It's only a page long. But we find these words. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and they're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. 
So according to the founding document of our nation, life is an inalienable right that ought never be removed from us by government because it was given to us by a higher authority, God, our creator. Abortion is un-American. Abortion is anti-Christian. Abortion is anti-Christ. Now, when I speak of this, I am reminded that among our congregation and the various services are a number who have been involved in abortion because they were under the delusions and the misinformation and the lies of our world. And I want to remind everyone that God's grace is greater. You say, Pastor, this is real personal, isn't it? You know, the Bible gets real personal. The Bible gets into our politics. That's personal. The Bible gets into our pocketbook. That's personal. The Bible even gets into our thoughts And it judges us for things we didn't even do. We just thought about doing it. God's grace is available. And it's available for anyone. And it's available for everyone. You might be surprised at how far God's grace extends. Now, there was an article in Christian American in October 1995. It was on page 4. It says, in early August 1995, Flip Benham, the National Director for Operation Rescue, baptized Norma McCorvey. Now, you may not recognize that name, Norma McCorvey. You more likely recognize her alias, Jane Roe, in Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court decision that inaugurated abortion in America. And she was the representative of the pro-abortion movement. She was baptized in 1995. Uh, the, leading, uh, the events leading to the baptism started with an apology. Earlier this year, Benham relocated Operation Rescue's national headquarters next to the abortion clinic where McCorvey worked. And that same week, Benham spoke to McCorvey and apologized for an earlier encounter when he told McCorvey that she was responsible for millions of abortions. Quote, I saw that those words really hurt you. I told her and asked her to forgive me. And she said, oh, yes, it did hurt. And McCorvey forgave Benham, and the two struck up a friendship. The poster lady for the abortion and the leader of Operation Rescue. The unconditional love of Benham and other Operation Rescue workers showed McCorvey eventually broke through. And though an icon for the pro-abortion movement, McCorvey felt used by that movement. And as she saw firsthand the love of Christ through her new friends, McCorvey eventually felt more comfortable with them then with her clinic co-workers, and she even dropped by the Operation Rescue's offices and sometimes picked up the phone when no one else was available. That love and acceptance led McCorvey to a Dallas area church where in late July 1995, she put her life in God's hands. McCorvey's quit her job at the clinic, the abortion clinic, and now works for Operation Rescue. And Benham said, McCorvey's conver- conversion reminds uh, all of us that the people who represent our opposition, even those that, whose actions we find most repulsive, are loved by God and not beyond His reach. Have you ever wondered if God can forgive you for whatever it is that you've done? It might be related to abortion. It might be related to something else. But you think, how can God possibly forgive me? If God can forgive Jane Roe, God can forgive you. 
The good news is that people can repent of this sin and God forgives. Did you realize that many of the superheroes, I'm calling them that, the superheroes of our, script, of our faith were murderers? Moses, King David, the Apostle Paul. And yet they came to God, they asked forgiveness, God forgave them, and God used them mightily. And if God can do that for them, God can do that for you. And that is the glorious message of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Paul said there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. If you had an abortion or were involved in an abortion or whatever, and you came and you said, God, please forgive me, you are forgiven. And there is no reason for you to carry condemnation or guilt anymore because there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And if you are not in Christ Jesus, reach out to us. We'd love to talk with you. That invitation from Jesus to be found in Him is available to all, as Pastor Layton just mentioned. Information about Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno and study verse by verse, Pastor Layton Sheely, and what we've been discussing today can be found on our website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Make sure you get out and vote tomorrow, won't you? And then join us tomorrow for another broadcast of Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.